Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? Welcome to another episode of Sleepers for Billionaires, the podcast. I am your host, Johnny Vegas. Now today, I got a special guest on my show. He's a Forex trader and entrepreneur. Ladies and gentlemen, Nehemiah Douglas. What's going on, man? I'm doing very well, brother. Pleasure to have you on the show today. Thanks for having me. Oh, man. It was a pleasure hearing about you through our friend Ryan. You know, he told me some great things, told me you had a great story. And Mm -hmm. from the second he spoke your name, I was like, oh, well, let's get him on the show. And, you know, he brought me to your Instagram. And now we're here, like, what, a week later. So, Ryan, good looking, my brother. (laughs) Shout out, Ryan. (laughs) man. So, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm feeling really good. Um, Energy's good. Mm -hmm. So... You know, I'm ready to knock it out. No, that's what I'm talking about, man. So, yeah, so I pretty much wanted to get a synopsis of who you are and how you got to where you are at this point, you know. So, uh, where, where are you originally from? So, I'm, I'm originally from Kansas City. Okay. Um, so, Midwest. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I've been back and forth between California and Kansas City mm-hmm. um, most of my life, and uh, but majority in Kansas City, so... Oh, okay, okay. And when did you move to L.A., like... Full-time, full-time. Yeah. Oh, California, because you don't live in L.A. right now, right? No, not in L.A. right okay. now. But, um, I might as well say L.A. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but officially, it was, um, I would say 2011, mm-hmm. and then I was here for a little bit, I went off to college, and then it's been since 2015. Gotcha. What did you go to college for? Uh, psychology, but I dropped out. Oh, okay. You just figured so, it wasn't for you? Well, you know, since we're talking about background, that's, you know, we could get into that in a second. But uh-huh. um, I went originally for school, couldn't afford it, mm. um, ran into some issues with school loans, stuff like that. And then um, end up, man, like I end up having to get like a one bedroom apartment had mm. a, that had a move in special. Um, and that's when I decided, I was like, man. I don't want money to ever get between me and my goals, like, ever again. So that's when I decided to be an entrepreneur, you know, and I just took off from there. That's what's up, man. Yeah, I noticed uh, when I used to interview students to, to enroll in school, when I used to be a admissions representative, I noticed the three main obstacles that they saw was an obstacle was time, money, and fear. You know, so it's funny you say you don't want money to be an obstacle and you took matters into your own hands. And that's what's the importance of actually achieving a goal is deciding that you want to do it. So yeah. I commend you on that because a lot it takes a lot of courage to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't know where your next meal is coming from, where your next check is coming from, and you're building something from the ground up. So trust me, I, I'm in it right now, you know, as you can see. <laughs> Nah, but that's what's up, man. So how'd you get into Forex trading? So um, I was actually scrolling through a Instagram post. Mm-hmm. Now, let me let me actually give you a little bit more context because I want to make sure I give the viewers, um, you know, what they're looking for. So mm-hmm. basically, I had started on this path of entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. and uh, I started off as a party planner. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I went to Arizona State, which is huge party school. But uh, when I got there, it was like, you know, it was very just closed off and, and exclusive, even though like they had given us this like image that there's parties everywhere and stuff. It was so like everybody was, had their own clicks. Yeah, stuff. it was very clicky. So I was like, you know what, I'll start throwing open parties and I'll charge mm-hmm. at the door. So that was like my bag for a while. But I realized, you know, I'm studying books, entrepreneurship books and stuff. People just thought I wanted to be a party promoter. But I was like, you know, really diving deep for entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And I realized, I was like, man, like, this is great income, but, like, it's not, like, residual income. Mm. So I remember I was actually in the middle of the club, and I thought of this idea for a mobile app. 
Okay. I was like, man, like, let me work on this mobile app. So I went home and I started researching it and mobile apps are super expensive. I'm sure you can imagine. Right. Yeah, just the designing alone. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, um, you know, I put together like all my plans for it, put together a site, all this stuff. Um, and I'm, I'm going to get into Forex in just a hey, second. Hey, bro, take your time. This, this, <laughs> this is our show right now. Yeah. Take your time. So um, what happened was is I started working on this on this app. I, I put out a website for it. Mm -hmm. um, and basically people thought the idea was dope, all that stuff. So I worked my butt off. Can I cuss on the show? Yeah. I worked, I mean, I worked my butt. Yeah. I'll, I'll just say ass. I worked my ass off for this app. So I was working 40 hours per week. And I was Ubering mm -hmm. at the same time. And I moved to California and I was Ubering and all this stuff. Well, I was looking for ways to like get this app off the ground. Because mm -hmm. I did end up launching it to the app store. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was looking for ways to get this app off the ground inexpensively. Because mm -hmm. I didn't have a big marketing budget and all this stuff. And I had like built this, built this like little marketing team that you know I knew that they do that for a living. Mm -hmm. And I would just bounce ideas with them. Okay. And I followed this guy. His name is Tyree. Shout out Tyree mm -hmm. if you ever see this. And uh, I don't even remember following this guy. I mm -hmm. swear. Like, <laughs> I had no idea how I followed him, how he followed me. And he had posted this post about this, like, cool Instagram tool mm -hmm. that, like, helps you get, like, all these followers and stuff. And I was like, mm -hmm. huh. Like, I remember calling up my boy Sam. I was like, bro, like, what do you think about this tool? He's like, oh, that could be pretty dope. Mm -hmm. So, like... I don't remember how I followed Tyree, but that post like made him stand out to me. Like I went to his page and he's got like all these fancy cars, like mm. big crib and stuff. And I'm like, what's this dude do? You yeah. know? And then I look at his profile and it's like, I'm 18. And I'm like, Psh, what? You know? Yeah. And at the time I think I was 22 or so. Mm -hmm. So yeah, make you feel like you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Right? I'm like, <laughs> you know, like, I'm, yeah, I got this cool mobile app, but I feel like I was struggling. So. Mm -hmm. Um, he was on my radar. Okay. So a week later, he made this post about Forex. Mm -hmm. And it was like this cool looking like, I don't know, it was like this screenshot. And he was like, I made $3,000 today from my smartphone. And he wow. was like, if you want to make, if you want to make this type of money, just get in contact with me. So I'm like, you know, all right, like, what's this hey. about? You know what I'm saying? So I reached out to him and he was a part of this like multi-level marketing company called Wealth Generators. Mm -hmm. And basically what they do is they like, you know, there's like a marketing aspect where you recruit all these people. Mm -hmm. And then on the flip side of it, you can, uh, you can get signals and learn how to trade. So I was like, man, so I talked to him on the phone, all this stuff. He told me the cost for it. It wasn't that expensive. And I pondered it for like three days. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like the third day, I was like, you know what? Like, let me go ahead and just jump in. So I jumped in and I realized really quickly that it was just nothing but marketing. Mm -hmm. Like all these guys, <clears throat> excuse me, they, uh, they didn't know how to trade themselves. And they were kind of like relying on this signal service, which the signals, you know, it's basically, if you don't know what a signal service is, it's, you know, they were sending out trades for you to kind of like copy and paste. Like you just plug in the numbers, like mm -hmm. this is your entry. This is your stop loss. This is your target profit. Right. You plug in enough numbers, you hit go, and then you just hope for the best. Mm. But I wanted to learn how to actually trade because right. at the time, like where I was mentally, I was just like, man, I am so over people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know, I was working 40 hours, plus I was working another like 
30 or so driving for Uber. So I was like, man, if I can actually make money from my smartphone or my laptop and not like have to interact with people, mm-hmm. I would love that. You know what I'm saying? Like at the time, I was, Same. Like, I was like, I would love that. So, but I love the people though. That's just yeah, like, you, you get over that type of stuff. But like at the at the time, I was like, man, like that's what I want. <laughs> so, uh, I wanted to learn how to trade, mm-hmm. but I realized it was like a lot of marketing stuff. People taking pictures in front of cars they didn't own, all mm-hmm. that stuff, just to recruit. Yeah, so they could get the residual aspect. So I end up switching teams. To find another team that you know they knew how to trade a little bit more, but I found out that they didn't know how to trade that well either. Mm. So I was like, man, you know what? Like, I'm gonna just take this into my own hands. Mm. So I ended up dropping the company, and the few people that I did recruit, I think I recruited like 20 or 30 people. Mm-hmm. They all dropped with me, okay? Because like at the time, and you just started a strike. In the no, <laughs> no, seriously, like I, I swear it felt like that because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when I switched teams, they knew how to trade a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that's why I felt confident to bring people in. Mm-hmm. But everyone kind of looked to me as like the leader anyway. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, yo, we need our, our own name and, you know, and all this stuff. I was like, man, let's like brand ourselves and like blah, 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 blah. And uh, that's when we came up with the name Vision Trading Network, which is the name of my company today, mm-hmm. um, or at least the LLC name. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was like, man, like we need to brand ourselves. Like we need to like have our own imprint or our own footprint within this company. Right. So when I dropped, everyone else was like, you know what, Nemo, like I'm gonna follow you. You mm-hmm. know. So everyone dropped, all 20, 30 people, whatever it was. And I like, and you know, at the time, like I was learning how to trade a little bit on my own too. So I just started sending out signals. Mm. Okay. So I sent signals for. I think it was like just around a year okay okay well no 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 i take that back so for the first like three months or so i was still trying to figure out where i need to be what team i'll still with that company all that all that jazz and then for nine months mm-hmm. i did the signals now the signal now so how did you perfect on doing the signals yourself because when you got into the company the wealth generators they were actually sending the signals to you, but you thought outside the box and saying, instead of dealing with people and just going off the system, I want to be the system. So, yeah, how would you make that happen? Okay, so, you know, it was really just being hungry. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I was behind the charts all the time. You know, I was still working. Mm-hmm. I still had my mobile app. I still had all these things going. Mm-hmm. And if I had to look at my daily schedule, it was like I had work from 7.30 to like, I think it was 3.30, mm-hmm. eight hours, whatever that time is. Right. I'd get home, I'd maybe like rest up until 5 p.m. or so. Mm-hmm. I'd go out and Uber mm-hmm. from five until like nine or 10. Peak hours. Yeah, basically, <laughs> from yeah. like five to nine or 10. Yeah, I'd come same, home. Oh, you know, really? Yeah, Uber <laughs> and Lyft and Uber Eats and wow. Instacart, I did it all. So you get it. Yes. Um, but yeah, I'd get home like 10 or so, I'd take a quick nap. Mm-hmm. And the thing about the Forex market, if people don't know, it's 24, 24, five. So it's open 24 hours a day. And, um, I would take a a nap from like 10 to maybe like midnight or so. Mm -hmm. And then I would trade until like three or four in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then I would do it all over again every single week. So, you know, I was hungry Yeah. and I was learning things on my own. Just like I didn't have any mentors or anything like that. Um, I was just finding my own theories and just like piecing stuff together and 
you know, I started cracking the code on my own strategy. Mm-hmm. And then, like, by the time, like, I really had a good amount of subscribers, which mm-hmm. it wasn't a lot, I think, peak, I think I had maybe 50, 60 people. Okay. Which isn't bad if, you know, 50 to 100 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, by the time I had those 50, 60 people, I was actually, like, a decent trader. Okay. You know, and, like, some time had went by, and, like, I was actually, like, winning probably 65 to 70 percent of my trades you know oh, what i'm saying okay. which you don't you don't need See, to develop the good rhythm you got yeah you got your feet wet so okay. uh, so but um fast forward uh to probably i feel like i, I feel your next question coming let's go um <laughs> <laughs> to fast forward it like these subscribers you know they're taking the signals for all this time mm-hmm and you know they're like yo nemo like this is this is fine like i I love the signals and stuff i'm making money but i want to learn how to trade on my own Mm. and i felt that because i I was the exact same way right they're like man like i don't want to be relying on you all day and i'm like all right so that's smart man because god forbid something happened to you then they're out of business yeah exactly they want to be set up for success so yeah continue exactly and you know i wanted to empower people too so they're like, man, you gotta drop a course. You gotta drop a course. So what I did is uh, I made a super bold claim, all right? Because I had went to this like business seminar and they had pumped my head up and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I made this super bold claim, and um, they always do that. This yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they had pumped my head up, and I I was like, all right. I hopped on Periscope. You remember Periscope? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I hopped on Periscope, and I was like, I want to help some people make ten thousand dollars in thirty days. Now, mind you, I had probably made $10,000 at this point from trading, but I never made it in 30 days, mm. okay? And if you, I, I think I've told this story on some of my other content, but any of my viewers that do end up watching this, that's the truth. I had never made 10000 in 30 days by, by myself. Right. Um, so I made this Periscope session, and I had eight people sign up at 200 bucks a pop. Okay. Okay. And the deal was they get five days with me, three hours each day, Mm -hmm. a total of 15 hours with the content. And during that 15 hours, I taught them everything I could possibly teach them from A to Z, right? Everything I had learned over the last year. Mm -hmm. So I like these eight people, they all show up on the very first day. We're all on Skype or whatever. I start teaching. And I don't know if it's just the length of time or just me like my voice or whatever, Warren, yeah. whatever it was, like people started dropping off <clears throat> each day mm-hmm. went along. Even though they had paid, they started dropping off. Hmm. And I had one person that stayed for all five sessions, all right? And uh, I'm not going to mention his name, but he's out in the UK. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> it's funny because every session I would hear him typing away, taking yeah. notes. Like he was just hungry. He was like, interested, yeah. Yeah, he was really into it. Mm-hmm. And he did it. You know, he did it. Like, he, I had quit my job and all this stuff, and I was traveling, doing my thing just from trading. And um, I was actually in Colombia, mm-hmm. and he texted me um, on the 30th day. I swear to it. He texted me on the 30th day. He was like, Nemo, I'm freaking out right now because I did it. He was like, I just closed some trades, and I made over $10,000 in 30 days. Wow. And I was like, are you serious? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and like I said, at the point, at, at that point in time, I had never done that. Right. You know? Um, I had, like, I've had probably made, like, 25000 that year. Okay. But it was, like, over the course of that year. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm tripping over this. I'm yeah, like, yeah. man, like, are you serious? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, yo, we got to get this on camera. We got to get some video. 
So um, I got him on video, and the testimonial is still up on YouTube and everything. Um, but after that, like, I basically, I was like, okay, I got something here. Mm -hmm. You know, this is my first course. I had never taught anybody anything. I didn't even graduate high school on time. I got right. my, my GED. Same. Yeah. Good enough diploma. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good enough diploma. I like that. I like that. Um, got my GED. Didn't graduate college. None of that. So I'm like, man, like I, I just taught somebody how to like really better themselves. Right. So I'm feeling good. And I was like, but you know what? Like, I got to take this 15 hours and I got to compress it somehow. And I don't want to teach for 15 hours each time. Right. So I took that, that 15 hours worth of content and I took out the like real core nuggets of it. Mm -hmm. And I compressed it into four hours. Okay. And I released this course on September 1st of, I think it was 2016. Okay. I think. Yeah, 2016. The course is like, it's like a masterclass kind of, like how the masterclass is structured? Yeah, it's like they get a members area and it's like the video step-by-step kind of thing. Okay. Um, and I released this course on September 1st and I kid you not, it was like, like it blew up, man. Like, wow. So there was a need up. for it. Yeah, mm. it blew up. It was like literally kids that had never heard of Forex before, had never traded before, had never invested in anything before, mm -hmm. were coming through my program, like virtually making thousands upon thousands of dollars like overnight. Like wow. I kid you not. And all the testimonials are on, on my pages, on YouTube and stuff. So... I'm like posting testimonials like every week, you know what I'm saying? Like videos of people making $6,000 in a day, $10,000 in a day. Like it was crazy. Mm -hmm. So that's what kind of like skyrocketed everything for me, really. That's an awesome story, man. And to be honest, I'm definitely interested in learning more, you know, because I, I thought about trading at, at some point, but I was... A little confused in how to read stocks, you know, because, you know, there's the graphs and the bars and all that stuff, mm -hmm. all the numbers, and it's like, it all was just like algebra to me, and I hated algebra, bro, you know what I'm saying? So I kind of was just looking at companies I admired and checking on their stocks, you know, like Walmart, McDonald's, you know, yeah. public companies and stuff like that. So I'm interested in learning about how it is your system will work for someone like me, mm -hmm. you know, who doesn't understand the stock market, you know what right. I'm saying, the, how, what those numbers mean and stuff like that, you okay. know. Um, now, as far as, um, now, I know I know, in, insider trading is illegal, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, can you, can you explain how you overcome that obstacle? Because I know you have a team and, you know, you guys might get into conversation and try to tip yeah. people off. So, how does one overcome that obstacle but still be informative of a teammate okay so i'll answer that and i'll answer that question and i'll also kind of like piggyback off of like how it how it can help people like you okay so the thing that took me to the next level and i'm wearing the shirt it says market maker now i was when i was struggling with forex the thing that kind of like took to took my strategy strategy to the next level is seeing this word mm -hmm. or these words basically. Okay. So I was like I said, I was hungry. Mm -hmm. I was uh, I was like trying to reach out to all these like mentors and gurus online. Um, wasn't really getting anywhere with them, so I never actually like ended up purchasing one. Um, and then I was joining all these Facebook groups, all this stuff, right? And there was a post that I don't even remember what the actual post said, but it mm -hmm. had a lot of engagement on it, right? 
So I'm going through all the comments, and I there was two people conversating, and they said the word market maker. Now at the time, like you know, I'm a beginner. I'm just a couple months in, right? And uh, I'm like market maker. It stood out to me for whatever reason, right? Right. And I was like, whoever that is, like, I got to know him. You know, if he makes the market, like, I want to learn from that guy. Exactly. You know, I, I thought it was, like, a single person because of based on the context on how they were talking. Right. Well, I went down a deep rabbit hole of what market makers are, how, how they can help me, all this stuff. So now, essentially, what a market maker is, is, like, it's like everyone's seen The Wizard of Oz where it's, like, you know, the great Oz behind the curtain. Right. right? Well, market makers, they basically run our world the same way that Wizard of Oz does. Okay. It's like this great Oz behind the curtain. So if you want to go get a loan, mm -hmm. if, you, if you get approved for some credit, um, the, debt in our, the debt problem in, in our world today, like basically everything is ran by market makers. Okay. And I, I started going down this rabbit hole and I realized that market makers play a huge role in the Forex market. Mm. Now, the Forex market, it's not so much like um, insider trading and all that stuff because it's too big of a market. Okay. It's the largest market in the world. There's like four to six trillion traded daily. So it's not possible to do insider trading. But like if you understand market makers, it's like damn near insider trading. because, mm. But it's, it's legal. Oh, okay. It's still legal because you got these market makers you know, who are moving trillions of dollars per day. Wow. Right? Because the Forex market, it's, it's stands for foreign exchange. Right. And it's like, it's like the, it's directly correlated or tied to our economies. Right. Okay. So like, I'm trading the USD, I'm trading the Euro, I'm trading the Japanese Yen. So it's directly correlated to that because it's the currency, yes, of, currency. of the, of the country. Mm -hmm. So when you understand how a market maker moves the, the market, mm -hmm. you can understand why most people fail, if mm -hmm. that makes sense. Because statistically, 95% of traders that come into the market, they all fail. So if you understand them, you have a, a huge advantage. So I went down this rabbit hole, and I'm still going down the rabbit hole, because the information isn't in plain sight. You right. got to piece stuff together, you got to test stuff, back test, late nights. You know, you got to come up with your own theories, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So that's what gave me my edge and that's what gives my students an edge so that a, the average person could come in, they understand what they need to understand mm -hmm. and so that they can start going into the market correctly. Because if you, if you try to go into this thing without that mentorship, chances are you're going to lose a bunch of money, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to lose regardless. It's a part, it's a natural part of trading, right? But if you don't, it like blowing accounts and all that stuff, it's completely avoidable if you have the right information. So, when, um, like hopefully that answers the question. Like, for one, when it comes to insider information, if like the only insider information we're sharing is more knowledge about market makers, which it's legal to do that. Mm -hmm. And then two, you know, the average person who... You know, they're not good at math. Like, you guys know my background now. I didn't graduate high school, didn't graduate college. I wasn't that good of a student. Mm -hmm. None of that stuff. Um, like, the average person can come in and understand the, the, the things that they need. Right. The real nuggets 
the like Wizard of Oz curtain, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And once they peel that back, you have the right tools. Right. So like you're still gonna have to like learn things on your own. You're still gonna have your own challenges, you're still gonna have all that stuff that you gotta go through. But it's like you peel back the right layer mm. to take yourself down because, or to the, the right layer to like open up a path that they don't want you to go down. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, that makes sense. It sounds like the difference between making it legal and illegal as far as inside of trading is how the message is delivered. You know what I'm saying? To the student, you know, rather. Because you're saying basically if you understand market makers, they kind of teach you of what to do and when to attack and stuff like that as opposed to insider information they kind of tell you who and when and what to attack and stuff mm -hmm. like that and that would be valid as illegal yeah so i mean like it basically like in the stock market it's really easy to to do insider information mm -hmm. yeah because it's more conversation and it's like a don't ask yeah. don't tell you know mm -hmm. don't snitch <laughs> right, yeah. exactly and you're trading equity of a company mm -hmm. you know so like like my company could be tanking right now, and like let's say I'm a public public company, right? Mm -hmm. um, publicly traded company. My company could be tanking, and so let's say only you and I know that, mm -hmm. and you tell you know them out in the hallway or something, they have an advantage to make money off of it. But like with the the currency market, if if something's tanking, it's already public information. Because mm -hmm. we're all invested in the currency, right. if that makes sense. We all have dollars in our pocket. Mm -hmm. You know, people in Europe, they all have Euro. They all have Pound in Great Britain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, it's not that it's it's private information anymore with, mm -hmm. with currency. I see. Yeah. But now, when it comes to, like, market makers and stuff... The reason why I say it's like we're kind of trading insider information, even though we're we're technically not, it's like they're showing us certain things. So like in the marketplace or in the like if we were to pull up a chart right now, mm -hmm. whatever we're seeing isn't people like you and I causing it. Okay. It's these banks. Okay. okay. It's these like big banks, these guys that or hedge funds, you know, people that have billions of dollars at the at disposal, mm -hmm. they're the ones that are moving the market. If the market starts going up, they moved it. If the market's going down, they moved it. Now, the common theme and the common like knowledge and the common way to start trading mm -hmm. is a person will go online, they'll go on YouTube, they'll find how to draw these like lines and trend lines and support and resistance. You may have heard those terms, yes. right? So a person will find all this information mm -hmm. easily. You do a quick search, how to trade Forex, you'll find that information all day long. Right. But this information is meant to hurt you, okay? Because they'll show you something that'll be perfectly in alignment with what you just learned on YouTube or some ebook or something like that, and then they'll go against it entirely. Mm -hmm. And that's meant to like take your equity. Right. It's meant to take your money. Uh -huh, and control the market yeah. pretty much because they know what you're looking for so they set you up for failure so they can profit off their mm -hmm. success off your failure yeah wow and, <laughs> and the funny thing is the money that's being used to move the market it's our money in the first place well kinda it depends how you look at it like when you put your money into a bank it's not actually yours when you have money in your hand it's still not actually yours mm -hmm. because they control all the money like it's, people think that the money comes from the government, but it comes from them, central banks. Right. 
and you know they're they're putting the money out there. That's why we have such a bad debt. You know, we can fix it. The government just chooses not to. Right. And you know, like when you when they put all this money into the into the marketplace, they give it to us. We put it in in banks, which is them in the first place, yeah. and then they use it right back against us. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. So it's like, how do you knowing that information? How does one have leverage, or you know, have a, a competitive advantage to actually be successful as a trader? I mean, you don't. Like, I mean, it's not that you don't. It's just you. You're most likely gonna have to go through a lot more challenges and pitfalls if you don't. If you if you choose to <clears throat> ignore this information entirely. Mm. So like. I think a statistic came out not too long ago where in order to be successful with trading, mm -hmm. a trader only needs to maintain a 30% success rate on their trades. Okay. Like winning rate. Right. And that's just because it comes down to risk management. Mm -hmm. If you if you take 10 trades, right, and you got a 30% winning rate, so you're only winning three. Mm-hmm. If you know how to cut losses, you can still be a profitable trader. You can still be a millionaire. You can still do well. But see, with the information that I have, I'm able to teach me and my students how to maintain 70 to 80% success rates. Mm. So like if the one or two trades that we might lose, it's like... It's nothing. Yeah, it's like whatever. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? It's just You uphill. expect that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's uphill. It's like, yeah, they, they come every now and then. You might take a big hit every now and then. But like, you know, it takes me months to lose a trade. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. That's what's up, man. Um, okay, I, I want I want to get into more of your background, but I do have one more question in regards to you know one potentially looking to invest. So, in your experience, you know, your advice, what would you suggest someone invest versus what they have saved? Oh, like percentage wise, percentage dollar amounts. You know what I'm saying? Like if I got like you know maybe like twenty five thousand in the bank. What you know, and obviously I got bills and stuff like that. But what do you suggest someone at least risk to invest? Like allocate. Yeah, to invest versus what they have saved. You know, that's that's a, a really that's a really good question. Um, I have to answer it kind of a couple different ways. So sure. it all comes down to like skill level. Mm. Like if you're a complete beginner, mm -hmm. then I would say no more than three thousand dollars. Okay. And actually, three thousand is like a good starting point. Mm -hmm. um, but luckily, like the the thing about, and that's why I said I have to answer it in multiple ways. Mm -hmm. the The good thing about the market that we're in, you can trade with like demo accounts and stuff like that. So, like, I always recommend my my students start off with a demo. Mm -hmm. Whatever they're planning on starting with, thousand, five hundred bucks, twenty five hundred, whatever, whatever they plan on starting with, they they set up a demo account with that amount right. and see if they can manage the risk and grow that account over the course of like two to three months. Okay. If you could do that and you're comfortable with that and you do it successfully without like blowing that demo account, then right. go ahead and deposit some, some real money and do your thing. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But the, the issue is like a lot of people think that, okay... I've got ten thousand dollars. I'm gonna throw this in, and I'll, my my returns will be bigger. Okay. Which yeah, they will be. But if you don't have a solid blueprint, you're gonna end up losing that full ten thousand. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, you know, 
that's the beauty between the stock market and the forex market. The stock market, you're most likely going to have a ten thousand dollar minimum oh, okay. just to even get started. The forex market, since it's based on like percentages, yeah, you can deposit as little as like hundred bucks. You right. know, there's some there's some brokers out there like offshore brokers that will accept ten dollars, so you can start trading with. Like it's insane, but you know, like that's the beauty of the you forex know, market. Yeah, mm. yeah. Okay, good deal. Was it was this entrepreneurship that you're encountering? Your first dream ever in life? Mm -mm. <laughs> what, was it, what was your first dream? Man, I don't even know. I was so like distracted in high school. Even before that, like, when you was a kid, you wanted to be a basketball player or I wanted to be an athlete. athlete. Okay, yeah. like, what football? Yeah, football. Okay. Yeah, even though I'm a skinny guy, I didn't grow up in that. Well, running back. Yeah, yeah. I was quick. <laughs> wow, that's cool. Did you look up to a running back that gave you that uh, aspiration? Uh, Reggie Bush. Mm -hmm. I watched him for all throughout my kid or my childhood mm -hmm. um but yeah that that was my dream athlete that's what's up man so at what point did you uh gave gave up on that and pursued the following dream which and that this was your following dream or you had another one prior to i had another one prior so like around like 18 i thought i was gonna make it really big in music as well, an artist? Uh-huh. Okay, singer, rapper? Rapper, yeah. Okay. Um, started, like, you know, rapping in, in basements, freestyling at, like, 15, stuff mm -hmm. like that. Same. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. English and Spanish rap. Yeah. Okay, word, word. Um, yeah, that was, like, my next dream, and then, especially when things hit the fan with school, when mm -hmm. I got to college, mm -hmm. um, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna just go back to, like, my passion, I'm gonna go back to music, and blah, blah, blah. And I did that for a little bit, started hitting the studio and stuff, for like real studios for the first time, not like your homie's basement. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I realized, like, I was like, you know what, I'd rather be behind the scenes than the artist. Right. And um, that's when I started the party promoting thing. I was like, I love music, I love partying. Like, I asked myself this big question. I was like, what would I do every single day for free? And once I once I came down to the, the answers, it was music and party. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm like I'm like, like yeah, everybody's answer. Yeah, I'm like 19, 20 years old. I was like, I would I would love to be around music. I love to dance and like party. And that's when I started the whole like party promoting thing. Mm. Um, and I like like I said like I pushed that until I found Forex. Wow. And and, and what, what was the years from when the party promotion to uh, Forex? Like that. Uh, time span. It was like two and a half years in. Mm -hmm. I think. Well, wait. I gotta think on that. Um, I've been I've been an entrepreneur for just over five years. So, congrats. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And I'm in my my fourth. I'm going into my fourth year as a trader. It'll be four years this upcoming summer. Okay. So. I think it was like two years or so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nah, that's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. Now, I know in the beginning, um, you know, off camera, we were talking about you doing a lot of traveling and showcasing that side of you. You know, we mm -hmm. talked about business a lot, but I want to learn more about you, about Nemo. You yeah. know, about the travel side, about the fun side and the plans you have with showcasing that side of you. Yeah. So, I would say now, like... Um, you know, I'm getting more mature, I'm balancing mm -hmm. out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's not just a big party anymore, mm -hmm. but I'm balancing out. I do still have fun. I just, uh, 
you know, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to just put out, a, not put out an image, but like give the real sides of me in terms of like, just like, just real life, like wisdom, if mm -hmm. that makes sense. So I'm going to show like, all right, I do have fun. Mm -hmm. I do, you know, do my thing, whatever. But at the same time, like, there's a lot of things that I'm like balancing just as like a, a human being, if that makes sense. So like what? Well, just like you know, I'm learning my life lessons, and I I, I feel like I'm very good at learning the or learning from a mistake the first time. Mm -hmm. I don't repeat mistakes. Right. Um, so I'm I'm about to release a um, a content series where basically I'm giving that side of me, like all the lessons that I'm learning, mm -hmm. basically. So I've got like 120 life lessons that I'm going to be posting videos for. Okay. And um, we talked about the traveling thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to be recording a lot of these videos mm -hmm. while I'm out there. Okay. I'm headed to South America. Mm -hmm. um, this is coming up real soon, right? 2019, mm -hmm. early yeah. January? Yeah. I'm leaving, like, first or second week of January. Mm -hmm. I'm going to buy my ticket in the next couple of days. So Nice. Um, uh -huh. No, go ahead. Now, I was going to say, so when do you plan to release all this content? Like, as you're in, in the midst of it or, like, after you get back, get it edited and stuff, it's like... What is your plan? So I've actually started filming. Okay. I've got like 15 out of the 120 done. Okay. Um, so it's just about like getting the content structured. Mm -hmm. I'll probably, you'll probably start seeing stuff like mid this month. So mm -hmm. we're already approaching that. Mm -hmm. um, it's just making sure that the campaign's set, making sure my sales funnel is proper. Because, you know, everything's got a monetary um, motive at the end of it. Right. But at the same time, in terms of like me, Nemo, mm -hmm. I want to start pushing into that like public figure, uh, public speaker, like, you know, just role model, if right. that makes sense. Like I've got wisdom, I have fun, I have, you know, I do my thing, but at the same time, like you could learn a thing or two, mm -hmm. you know. No, that's dope, man. I, it actually sounds like a good like documentary mm -hmm. type of style show. Um, I could see something like that possible a good home for that being like Netflix or Hulu or something like that So you might want to consider actually getting a proof of concept together mm -hmm. and going to pitch to these people You know, I actually have a literary agent whenever you're, you're ready oh, you, know, you could probably try to set that up for you, but no, that's dope man Like I said earlier, I'd definitely like to help you with the production side of those yeah. that, that that idea um, But yeah, no, that sounds great man So what do you plan to travel to? You know, I know you said South America So you're just gonna be bouncing around within South America America or? Uh, I'm gonna stay in Colombia the whole time. I'm mm -hmm. thinking. Medellin? Yeah, Medellin. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Medellin. Mm -hmm. I love it out there. Yeah. Um, I've been I've been to 19 different countries, and like, and you ain't get nobody pregnant yet. No. Not that I know of. Um. Yeah, man. Like 19 different countries, and and Colombia is still my favorite to this day. Awesome. So I've never I mean, been, haven't had the pleasure yet, man. Yes, yeah, it's going to be my second time, so I'm hoping to have just as good of an experience as I did the first time, because the first time, I actually launched my first course from there. Mm. Yeah, so, you know, it was just, like, the money started coming in, like, the testimonials, like, I'm trading, doing my thing, like, it was just a bomb time, man. It was a super bomb time. Nah, that's cool, man. I could tell just when you speak about it, like, you light up, you know yeah. what I'm saying? When you were talking busy, you were more serious and, you know, a little structured. It's, it sounds like that brings a lot of light out there. That's what I'm saying. That's it's what people crazy. need to see. So when you do this, make sure you're projecting that energy on top of everything. You know, mm -hmm. give out these information, life lessons, but that energy 
is what's gonna attract. Cause that's what attracted me to you to watch the show. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay, I, yeah. I wanna have fun too. Let's get it. Yeah. You know, so definitely project that that image of energy more than anything. You know what I'm saying? But that's dope, man. No, but I'm really happy for you. I'm proud of you, man. Thanks, and um, I'm sure your family feel the same way. They all support everything mm -hmm. you're doing, right? Yeah. Did they feel the type of way when you left school at the first time? Uh, no, because like it was, it was, uh, you know, it was more money at first. Mm. Um, I did end up getting myself back into school. Oh, okay. Um, because that was like, that was like the mission. You know, I was like, I'm a, I don't want money to be in, in between me and my goals. I'm gonna get myself back into school, right? Mm. And I did get myself back in, and I, I did a fall semester, and then I dropped back out because mm. I was like, nah, <laughs> nah, that's what's up. Man. I had started the business stuff, and you know, I was on my grind, so. I hate you, man. Single? Yeah. Single, yeah. It seems like it seems like you kind of have to be to kind of stay focused, but, you know, I mean, with that life partner, depending on who that be, they could contribute to the situation, you know, so. Uh, I mean, I, I, I had two relationships this year, or two breakups, I should say. In one year? Yeah. Oh, damn. One was, one was a longer one, um, <laughs> yeah, and broke it off with her, and then... It's I, a, it wasn't nothing serious, obviously. No, it, it was it was pretty serious. That's why I got like my house and everything. Oh, okay. So yeah. you had a purpose for the relationship. Yeah. Oh. And then um, I ended up meeting someone else a few months later after I broke up with her, and uh, it was more short lived. Mm -hmm. So that's I I might not even count it in a year. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, two breakups this year. So I, I get you though. Like who you're with, your significant other, it it really matters. Right, right, right. Really yeah. You can't have no one distract you from your business, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It has to be someone that is into something completely different or contributes to the situation. You know, yeah. It has to be, in my opinion, a calculated move, you know, mm -hmm. but they have to be <clears throat> stepping into your world, not the other way around. Yeah. And create that partnership from there. No pettiness, no arguments, none of that stuff. It's all distractions. Yeah, no, trust me, I hear you, bro. I definitely met my girl at the right time, you know, because I was done playing around and she was done playing around. So we came up with this plan together to move forward, and that's what we're doing, you know, because awesome. we're almost three years in. So that's awesome. I'm, yeah, I'm loving it, man. But now, man, so where, so where can someone find your master class or contact you to get all this information, become a student, and be as successful as you are? Yeah, so you can go to marketmakers.com, just like on my shirt, marketmakers. Well, this doesn't have the S, but there is an S in the domain, marketmakers.com. Um, you'll be able to find me from there. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Hey, my man, it was a pleasure to have Definitely. you on the show. Like I said, I'm, I'm excited to release this. I'm excited to potentially be a student of yours because I want to get into the trading and I'm looking for that financial freedom, you yeah. know, and it's... It, 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 LA can be very, you know, can take its toll on your pockets, you know what I'm saying? Trust so, me, I know. But yeah, but I'm definitely looking for that entrepreneurship, financial freedom, and I hope you could be one of the people that contribute to that in my future. Yeah, so, we'll talk know, after. Definitely, bro. But you just tuned in to another episode of Sleep is for Billionaires, the podcast, Nehemiah Douglas, Johnny Vegas. Stay tuned for more episodes to come. Peace.